What's up, meatheads? It's Tropical Justin. Just want to remind you guys to follow the Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook page at National Meat Treasure. And also uh, subscribe on YouTube. Hit the like button. Smash it. Obliterate it on all the videos. Hit the bell for notifications whenever we post. Now, let's open up the butcher shop, shall we? And welcome to the National Meat Treasure Podcast with your host, Groot. Root and your other host, Apu Nasahadapelopitapan. I don't know. Um, that sounds very racist with that thing on your head. Uh, listen, that's Mr. Potato Head, bro. <laughs> that is not. I got I got a head tattoo and, and a face tattoo because uh, Joni's trying to live her spooky fantasies out on uh, on me. Because uh, now that I told her that you've been talking about me getting a uh, a head tattoo at one point. Which is not going to happen. Uh, she's obsessed with me getting a head tattoo. So now, another soldier. Go ahead. Oh, well, uh, and it's your boy Thrilla, Thrilly from uh, yeah, whatever. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> from wherever, from your what local is, pantry. What is up, you guys? Uh, I got to talk about this whole delivery situation, bro. Because okay, let me tell s- us about. So that. let me tell you guys. So. In Allentown, I never got groceries delivered because everywhere I went, there was like a crazy upcharge, but specifically on meat. Like they would like double uh, the price of meat. That's and wild. I, I just never like got into it. So then today, um, the grocery store here, Meyer, uh, they got like a, it's not a free delivery service. It's like an $8 fee, but like $8 and like none of the groceries are upcharged. Bet. That that's sounds dope. crazy because I am very bad at grocery shopping. It ta- I like for some reason doesn't matter. If I can go to the same grocery store for ten years straight. I just don't know where shit is. I don't know where shit is. I don't know how to like. There's a lot of people who can walk in concise. You know, they walk in, they know exactly what. I, like, they they'll go through an aisle and go, okay, this is all the things I need from this one aisle. Grab it, move on to the next closest aisle, grab that, and just be out of there in twenty minutes. I am not one of those people. Um, I'll be fucking up. Like I'll be in there for an hour. I'm sitting on my phone. I lose track. I'm on my phone in the parking lot. Uh, I'm like, oh shit, I'm hungry. Let me grab this dumb shit. So I'll spend way more money than I have to at the grocery store and take up oh, way yeah. more time. So today I was like eight bucks. Even after tipping a driver another eight bucks, that's fucking. That's still a bargain all its own. Especially yeah. you know not spending my own gas. Um, yes. So decided to do that, and then that was at. What time is it? 7.30? That was at like 2.30. And my groceries have not arrived yet. But they sent an email saying they arrived. So I went downstairs to be like, yo, where the fuck are my groceries? And then I called this bitch. And she was like, oh, I'm loading my car. Why the fuck would you send me a, an email that you're charging me? And like, when I haven't... The bitch ain't I here yet. <laughs> I didn't get my so now my account is charged for the groceries that are not here yet. And I'm assuming... And then she said, oh, I have a, a delivery before mine. And I'm like, bitch. Better be in the same That's fucking building. works. But, um, I'm sure I'll have to dip out on this at some point just for f- five minutes to run downstairs and grab my shit. But I don't even know. I, you, you this building that. is so. I hope it happens. The building is so annoying because like they have so many bougie ass rules about deliveries and shit. And I, so I'm, I haven't really got anything delivered here yet. And I'm sure it'll be a hassle. Got into it with the fucking the bitch at the fucking the security bitch at the mail yesterday. I'm sorry for calling her a bitch, but she was literally being a bitch. And then like like I got mail, and then the company that emailed me the shit sent me, and this is like. I shouldn't be complaining about these uh, things as a broke nigga, but the company emailed me like, oh, we dropped your shit off. So I ran downstairs to get it. And then the lady at the front desk is like, oh, well, you have to wait till I put it into the system. No, the fuck I don't, bitch. It's my mail. <laughs> like, wait, I fuck, it's my package. Wait, wait. System? They track your packages? My yeah, it's the, it's the building. The building is like saying that like the building has to like check in your packages and then. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and then like they send me an email saying that they got it. I'm like, all right, but you got you get all the same shit at the same time because because they were like, who is your carrier? Like, I'm like UPS. I'm like, oh, there's all this UPS shit right here, and I'm like looking at it. She's like, sir, you can't look through the mail. I was like, yeah, I can't. It's my shit. What are you gonna do about it? (laughs) What are you gonna kick me off the lease? You're gonna lose your job for not giving me my mail that's likely a foot away, and it was. She gave me my mail, and I feel like a dickhead for doing that. But I was like, yo, bitch, like I walked down here to get my mail. Give me my fucking mail. It was time sensitive mail. And then the next time I went down there, I tried to like be nice to her. And she like wouldn't even like make eye contact with me. And I was like, all right, ho, like, <laughs> which by the way, I can get her fired because she sexually harassed me when I fucking applied to, apply to this building. She was hitting oh, on me she? Cr- crazy. She was like, because I'm, you know, me, I'm fucking, it was summertime. I never have sleeves on. And she was hmm. like talking about working out with me. And I'm in a bad mood as it is because I, you know, I moved here under 
scrutinous circumstances. So I was just like, like, bitch, why are you? Like, I'm just in my head, I'm like, bitch, why are you talking to me? And I, at first, I just wanted to be like, this bitch was sexually harassing me. I'm about to, I'm about to get her canceled, bro. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I hope why you get her canceled. Why don't, why don't you just get? Why don't you just give her, give her the meat, like a thorough pounding. Make it hurt. She is a, she's a security guard, bro. I don't. I'm pretty sure I've she's never got seen a hot security, security guard's guard in my life. body. She has a security <laughs> guard's body, bro. I can I can almost tell you exactly what it is. Is there a large posterior in this uh Yo, this those equation? Pants, those pants are the least <laughs> flattering kind of pants <laughs> the that they make, man. But Shit. they could work on certain people. I I yes. listen. Yes. But but most of us, no thank you. Yeah, nah, she's not the wave. Uh but otherwise, not a very stressful day, I will say that. Can um, I talk about why uh Getting your food delivered or just doing curbside pickup is so much a so much better move. Go ahead. Oh, I have go to go off, off on this. Um, so I, I was an early adopter. Uh, I I used to what was it? What was the one that we had? Fresh Direct, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, the old. Yeah. Okay, so I love that shit. Even if even with the upcharge, I just like it's not that I don't like like going around a, a grocery store, but um. I don't suffer from like not having a plan because I have the plan is that when you're with another person, they have their own fucking plan. And so, <laughs> and the other thing is that like, I don't know if it's like maybe something like uh maybe she's got, my wife has like a little social anxiety, like halfway through the shop, she starts to like get an- anxious about like, you know, like, Oh, maybe we should go. We should go. And I'm like, what the fuck? I got to finish. And so the only thing I will say is it is a far better service than anything else out there. Getting your groceries delivery, there's no hassle. The you you hit it on the nail. You're gonna eat. You're gonna go out. You're gonna get hungry while you're doing this. You're gonna waste your own gas. You're gonna waste your own time. You're gonna fucking forget. All right, Something. because yeah. you're not in front of your 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 pantry or your your refrigerator or your freezer. You have no idea. You're gonna forget something. It's gonna be it's gonna be plastic bags, or it's gonna be paper towels, or it's gonna be like you forgot fucking you know that one ingredient for the one dish that you wanted to make that week. Because yeah. I like cooking, so like that that gets me like crazy angry. Like when I when I forget that forget something that one thing, bro. Especially, <clears throat> I, I hate it. Also, I Please felt like very stupid today because I saw a TikTok. Where it was like one of those like, I'm 30. This is things you should do in your 20s. And it, there was it was all like very basic shit that like just scumbag 20 year old men don't do. Like yeah. wash your face <laughs> and moisturize. And I'm seeing this and I'm like, why am I seeing this TikTok? Like this is like I do all these things. Obviously, I'm an adult. And then he said one thing that made me feel so fucking stupid. He was like, if it's something you use often, just buy it in bulk. And I was like, why have I never thought to buy shit in bulk before? Like the other day I ran out of salt. I'm like, why the fuck would I, should I run out of salt? I ran out of yeah. salt, soap, and dish detergent the other day. And I'm thinking to myself, why the fuck did I ever run out of those things? <laughs> I should have 37,000 pounds of salt in my house at all times till the end of time. Like there is no reason I should not be shopping in bulk. I should, Space. I'm a grown ass man. I should have a Costco card. Yeah. Okay, I don't know where if there's a Costco here, but I know I should have one anyway. Here's my gripe with it, though. I should be so I'll say uh, I've had Sam's Club, Costco, all of them. They're not terrible, but there isn't any actual savings sometimes. Like there's like zero, like there's. So I'm gonna take you know this ridiculous package of toilet paper home and save nothing and lose all the space. That's my argument against those that those is big. Thing. You yeah, lose that space. So basically, you're saying I should buy online at Amazon in a less price shop, not Costco bulk, but bulk enough. Yeah, exactly. So big enough. Like we usually get like the the big boxes of like the kosher coarse salt, like we do because we we brine, we we cook, we do everything with it, and it's just like the that's one of those things that we always buy. Obviously, toilet paper and 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 paper towels are usually the ones that we get bigger bigger boxes from. But like so, like you're not gonna benefit from Costco also being a single person because you're going to have to go home with like a 95 pack of ribs and I don't know where <laughs> you're going to put that. I have no idea where you're going to put that and like the the even the shampoo like it is there isn't like a technical cost savings now I will say this which was kind of badass uh they had uh something similar to like I guess um Amazon's store 
where like it just like scans your phone and whatever it, whatever you walk out the store with is is your final purchase um so but instead they give you an app and you just scan the barcode and you pay before you leave the door and that's it and that is really convenient because so like no you, standing online you just pay for the nothing, shit as you pick it up nothing yeah exactly you just you just boop 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 and then uh when you're ready to leave the door uh you just show your barcode uh they scan it they look at anything that might be you know in case I walked out with a with a seventy five inch TV or something, <laughs> yeah. And you said it was bananas. You said it was a bunch of bananas. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, seven bananas here. That's box. my favorite joke. See in the that world. that I would like because if I was the person who had to watch for that shit, like for example, let's say you had the seventy five inch TV and one thing bananas. If I saw that your bill was like three hundred bucks, the TV is probably a thousand. But if you just scan bananas a bunch of times, so it was like three hundred bucks. I'm my ass is going. I'm just looking at the total. I'm just yeah. looking at the total that looks like an expensive TV. That looks like yep. a TV total and not bananas. So here you go. <laughs> Seems legit. Have a good day. So you sir. just save seven hundred mm-hmm. bucks. <laughs> yes. Yo, well, speaking you know. of speaking of crazy technology when it comes to buying things, I was at a uh, Uniqlo recently, and they have this crazy kind of self checkout where you just pick up like all the stuff you're shopping, right? And you go to this counter. And you put it down in this little bin on the counter. Oh, yeah. And it somehow knows, I guess, through some strange... I don't know how it does it. I assume it's like, wait, but who knows? Yeah. It knows all the things, the specific items. You just put it in this bin and it just knows all the shit that's in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like no scanning, no anything. It's like a plastic bin. You put this shit in there and it's like wool coat. Like... Jersey knit T-shirt, jersey knit yeah, yeah. long sleeve sweat. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Because they're not pricing this? by design, right? They're pricing really by like the weight of the the, the clothing. I think that's part of. I the guess, Uniqlo. but the thing is, though, right? If you put a whole bunch of shit right on the, in this bin, you mm-hmm. now have a cumulative weight, which can be a combination of so many different weights. It's wow. like, how do you know, right? Like this shit comes out to sixty five dollars. How do you know? That there's this one T-shirt here and these sweatpants and not this other kind of T-shirt or this other shit. I have no idea how it works. It's really interesting. I would love to find out. I like to come up with theories in my head. Um, But that's cool. Shit is crazy. I feel like I saw that at a library once. Like uh, in uh, in Flushing, there's a very large uh, library, uh, and they've always put like kind of the flagship kind of like tech usually out. And I yeah. kind of feel like I have that in the recess of my mind where I just put a bunch of books and just by the weight, uh, it was able to check them back in or check them out. Right. I don't remember though. It was like, and it was like amazing to me. Like, I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, so that's, uh, uh, Unicode. Let's, we got to find that out. We need, we need yeah. a, an investigative team. Uh, we need to, <laughs> to hire, team. we need to hire them and we need to get a full report back. Um, you know what? I'm gonna, Joey on I'm the gonna, beat. I'm going to volunteer for this. I'm going to go to Uniqlo. I'm going to grab a bunch of shit that I want. Get and the try mic. to see if I can somehow get finagle it. it to just all be socks. So <laughs> I can get like a fire ass coat for like $4. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Socks are or good though. You could yeah, find a coat. Great. You could find a coat, right? And then let's say the coat is $70. But it weighs as much as a hundred pairs of socks. Right. <laughs> so, you, right. so you just get like get like a, a an amount of socks that weighs more than this coat, but you would pay the coat price because the socks would be like you know eight dollars a piece. You get a hundred. That's eight hundred dollars worth of socks. There you right. go. You just got that's, that's socks in bulk. Come up. That's, that's the come, the come up. up socks in bulk. <laughs> then, then you could sell the socks on the ferry, Joey. Oh my God, bro! Yo. I would cash the fuck out. Ow. Out, be like, yo, I'd, my brother. I would see my mother, that. Your feet look wet. <laughs> <laughs> my brother, yo, your feet look wet. <laughs> you ever see? You ever see people do that in the city? Like y'all seen yeah, that before, right? Of Niggas pop up with the underwear and the socks. They're like, yo, my brother. Hey, underwear uh, awesome. hey, my brother. Nah, the, uh, the, I, I got the some rings were... right here. Somebody <laughs> tried to sell my wife a diamond uh, bracelet at a gas station in in Liberty, New York. So. It, it it still it happens even in the in the woods like somehow my shit in the city and I I knew I should have known I was I was too broke of a nigga when I saw this but 
the niggas who would like, you see somebody selling some shit in the corner, or whatever, you walk past them. You go into a building, you notice that it starts raining while you're in this building. You leave the building five minutes later, and that nigga who was selling shit now has umbrellas. Where did they come from? <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a calling, bro. It's like, a, like, like there would always be that one, like, somehow he would just pull out and all of a sudden have a fucking, like, like I guess a bin of black umbrellas at, at the bulk. Like, I've never seen them. I've never seen them in bulk personally outside like there's nowhere where i've gone not even in like today's time where like i get an ad be like hey do you want custom umbrellas never happened so where is the factory that they build all these umbrellas because they must be a conspiracy also like we they they they're owned by you actually uh maybe like 10 years ago you did say the funniest thing i ever heard about umbrellas you said oh. you said you said you have a theory that there's only like a few hundred umbrellas in existence and they just keep changing oh. hands. <laughs> it, 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 that's uh jim gaff that's jim gaffigan's joke um he says uh he he thinks that there's only three umbrellas in the entire universe and everybody just keeps rotating them he's like because it's the only possession in the entire world where you find it and you go huh an umbrella like if you found a wallet <laughs> you'd be like oh somebody's wallet but somehow with an umbrella it's just does there's no ownership allowed with that umbrellas nobody yeah, yeah. owns umbrellas it no belongs, they nobody belong to the you, streets. you find a good one yeah they belong to them streets like they they really <laughs> i haven't owned an umbrella in a minute because i have a car Nobody's that's my rationale that's for not having an umbrella. <laughs> same same i hate carrying things and ha- like not having free hands whack. so when umbrellas i would go to school whack. i would just be like hoodie i'm gonna get wet that's that and yeah. i'm gonna dry off uh sometime yeah. or i'll drown fuck it I'll drown. Or I'll drown. Fuck it. That's yeah. my that that should be that should be the tattoo you have instead of your fucking J Cole tattoo. Or I'll drown. Fuck it. Wait, can wait, we see this? Can, can we, we see, see this J Cole? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you J Cole inspired. 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 Yeah. inspired. You probably won't even be able to because I haven't. It's on the back of my leg. Let me Is see. it right on the? Oh, I thought you were gonna say it's on it's your like, ass cheek or something. Nah, it's on like, my calf. Let me see if I could. Uh, wow, you really like J Cole like that? Like um. It, it, not so what it was it was i'm not clowning you listen no it was uh so sublime obviously was in my rotation for i love j cole um but you know what's stupid i'm trying to do all this shit like i can't bring the phone to my leg (laughs) what is wrong with me you're like hey uh, see if i can do yes go subscribe to our youtube to see all of joey's sick tats and his nice pants they've got extra pockets In case you you were wondering, yeah, these are my work pants. Shit is getting weird now with this Ooh, podcast. Um, uh, it is getting really strange. Okay, it's upside. What are we down. doing? Are we. I'm. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to get the whole light under his fucking cap. This shit, this shit looks like a Blair <laughs> Witch movie. Is right. It's like the Blair Witch project. Like, oh, Ooh, okay. Um, I'm so scared right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Like, so, yeah, what is? Even, what are we looking at? You can't even really see it. Um, no. Um, let's describe it. I guess I have to. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a skull, um, with a dagger going through it. You know, some kind of like corny kind of traditional, mm-hmm. like not even real traditional tattoo, but kind of like traditional style. And there's a banner, you know, like going around the dagger or whatever. And the banner just says "Cold World, No Blanket." Because J Cole, it was a line J Cole would say, like in a lot of his um, in a lot of like in a couple of his songs on his early mixtapes, it would be like "Cold World, No Blanket," and I don't know why the the just the simplicity and directness of that line like was so funny to me, but it was also like dope. I was like, "Yo, there's no blanket because I I need a blanket see, in the see, summer." Here's, here's my thing: Did you need the inclusion of no blanket? I feel like Cold World just no, says enough. Absolutely, <laughs> no, because Cold World was that shitty hardcore band. Well, I mean, they were good. I know a lot of people like them. Or they were my shit. But the no blanket was important. I guess it kind of went hard, bro. Like I had, yeah, and I think they did, but I I remember their logo was like graffiti, um, mm-hmm. but then listening to them and being like they're not worthy of that logo, but that's mm-hmm. just my stylistic preferences. But the no blanket is so important because I need a blanket in the summer. I'm always wrapped in sheets, like I need it. Are you always and, cold? And, and th- yeah, and Are think about cold? think about a baby in this world coming up without a blanket, nigga. That's cold. What did you <laughs> what did you take? What did you take before uh getting on? Cause um I, was, I need it. Oh, before getting on here on this pod yeah, yeah, or getting yeah. a tattoo. Nothing, bro. I'm too broke for any drugs right now. It's oh, I, funny I, I, how I, I strongly prefer you sober, so 
I prefer the, um, I prefer both of you sober. No. <laughs> Why? It's, this is because this is we just there's fine. A, there's a lot less. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much that's you got. High. Yeah, like that. And yeah. I'm just sitting there, and I'm meanwhile I'm the opposite. I'm brimming with caffeine at all times. Caffeine, citrulline. I got uh, my fucking my citrine. my brain is on fire. Theanine. I take all types of supplements. All these I'm are legal. Don't let me be crazy. You even worried about me? Do you know what the- theanine and citrulline even are? <laughs> I have just, no idea. What I'm just said. no, but I'm I'm worried about you because of how not how you're fast using you the gym as self harm. That's why. <laughs> That's why. That's why. Yes, the gym what? is a social construct. Okay, it is a social construct and it is oppressive. Oh my god! It is oppressive to big people, and you it's shouldn't true. go there. You should not support. You, you make you make me feel bad. Every time. <laughs> Somebody just said that to me the other day. Somebody was like, I posted a before and after, and they were like, don't be like in the grips of fat phobia. I was like, what? Cause I lost cause I lost weight. Like I was about to be in the grips of heart disease. I'm not young. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> like, leave oh, me man. be. Leave me be. Yeah. Like, like that shit, like niggas, like, you know, I know a lot about the human body, but like, trust me when I say I was not fat on some like, oh, I'm just a, a big bone or whatever the fuck people say like i'm fat on some like i eat constantly and it's yeah. i don't have a vegetable even big now bone. in like a month <laughs> really I gotta you get, don't like vegetables i do i just uh i just don't be eating them a lot i gotta i, I sh- damn i should got a head of cabbage that's what i meant to do but yeah she said you're worried about me joey why are you worried about me uh, i'm not i'm not like actually not at, at least about that you know i just worry about all my friends but with the amount of like energy you have with all that caffeine just be like man this nigga just on some shit. How much caffeine are you going for? <laughs> I How many believe, cups of coffee are you at? So, um, I want to say if a regular cup of coffee is 125 milligrams of caffeine, I think, oh. then I am probably between coffees and energy drinks. I would say in a day, a little over 300 milligrams. And I believe like that the, bad. the quote unquote that's, safe that's amount is 400. Um, but like some days I have six, but also like I haven't, you were talking like you was ingesting like, like, like five to six cups a day. Like you snorting caffeine pills. Like, like, (laughs) I, I peak at like three cups a day. You're at the gas station. Just like, where is that? Where's the (laughs) fucking caffeine pills? Just knocking fucking onions down. I start my day off with a caffeine pill. That's. Oh, it's two hundred milligrams or hundred. I'm not gonna grab. You really take a caffeine pill or? Where do you where do you find this at the gas station? Like, I mean, they sell them at like every drugstore. They're like five bucks for a million. Yeah, you could buy. So I don't buy pre workouts. I buy the shit that's in pre workout. Right. Okay. So right. Yeah. So caffeine pills are like a thousand for like five dollars. Then there's citrulline, which is good for pumps. And then there's theanine, which like takes away the caffeine jitters and like gives you more focus with the caffeine. Those are in energy drinks, right? Theanine? Oh shit! Theanine is not. Taurine is. Taurine. Taurine. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that does, but it's in every energy right. drink. I've never looked is it up. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> should we and should we look this up? And, this uh, is a citrulline good is good for uh, nitrous oxide production. It's also found uh, okay. in watermelon. Is it watermelon or grapefruit? Okay. I think it's watermelon. Okay. But uh, that is in my oxygen. In my blood. Okay. It's also for sexual health, which is probably why I'm super horny, like, in the afternoon. <laughs> like, I go to the gym, wow. I'm hopped up on this shit, and then I'm like, the sun's beating down on my hard cock, and I'm like, wow, I'm this like, is a good day to spend. Some, someone's about to get this. <laughs> I mean, there is no one about to get this in the middle of the day, but that'd be nice. Right. That'd be great. And that's that's not right. That's not right. Uh-oh. That's TikTok. Fucking. <laughs> 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 I love that you just make... This is your Sunday making sense. Sa- I love how you're wearing my hoodie while making sound bites of me. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is, is that this hoodie? No, that you know, that's not even you. That's my voice. That, oh, there this you is go. How good, well, still. This is how good this is how good I am. I I, I, I can emulate <laughs> your spirit in the in the recording. Wow. While wearing yeah. my clothing that you've had for like yeah, years. because I need I'm a method actor like, you have to, like <laughs> he's like I'm I like gotta Bobby get into D, character. Bro. I'm like Bobby yeah. D. I'm I'm Robert De Niro. Uh, I'm I'm your I'm your Christian Bale of the world. I need to get inside the character, so I get my very racist Rastafarian wig, and then I start to just talk about myself 
in a more positive manner, and then I can channel you. I feel like if you actually had like a Rastafarian wig, you probably would take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do <laughs> because I don't have to be on camera except for this moment, really. Uh, so I, I, I kind of miss my hair. You know that the feeling of your hair like hitting your face. So uh, I probably wouldn't ever take it off. Yeah, you're right, and I'm not ashamed of saying it. You would just shake it around. Like what's that? I think it's like an episode of Family Guy where he like won't take off the ten gallon hat. that's exactly what it would be uh no uh i'm i'm fine with that kind of life you know uh that's 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 what i'm gonna lead um what you know i have run out of things that i want to talk about already this is this is oh taurine that's what i wanted to talk about Yeah, I, I just no saw it come it up. Did you look it up? Did you look it up? I look. Uh, taurine is a type of amino acid found in many foods, often added to energy drinks. Many people take taurine as a supplement, and some researchers, uh, researchers refer to it as a wonder molecule. Taurine has been shown. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, there's several health benefits. This is according to some fucking thing. Healthline. I have no idea if it's even reputable. I've heard of Healthline, I think. Maybe. Okay. Hopefully we have. Uh, It's just an amino acid, really. Um, And uh, your body produces taurine and it's found in certain foods. And yeah, that's really all it does. What does it say? What does it do? Sources, functions in your body, maintaining proper hydration and electrolyte balance in your cells. Forming bile salts, which play an important role in digestion, regulating minerals such as calcium within your blood, supporting the general function of your central nervous systems and eyes, regulating the immune system and antioxidant function. What a um, healthy thing to put into an energy drink. That sounds uh, sounds nice. Energy drinks aren't bad for you. It's the sugar. The may fight diabetes. May uh, look, oh, listen. I don't know. This might be all conjecture, but <laughs> it, let let's see if I find something that says the exact same thing. Because that's kind of interesting. If it, if taurine has that kind of uh, the unsung hero, oh shit! It really does get like oh yeah, it's one hundred percent true. Uh, cr- it creates about a bio salts that balance electrolytes in the body, and it supports the development of the nervous system. Uh, and regulates calcium uh, levels in your body, like calcium in your body uh, in this, general. This is... episode is sponsored you by Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Kidney dis- uh, uh, lack of taurine in your body may lead to a range of health complications, including kidney dysfunction, developmental disorders, d- damage to the eye tissue, and cardiomyopathy, which is a significant risk for- factor for heart failure. Wow! Look at us! Look! Wow. Look at us, gentlemen, learning shit. Well, if you didn't know anything about touring, uh, this is the Red Bull episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Red should, Bull. You know what us. we should do? We should start like posting on the gram like like a bunch of fake sponsorships to make people think we're larger than we are. We're oh, yeah, large, yeah. but we until are we get not. A cease and desist. Take it till you make it, baby. Just keep posting yeah. liquid death ads until someone's like, "Damn, you niggas is rich." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta put you on. No, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, or and then we get a check cut to us or a cease and desist. So it, it, it's a nice <laughs> spicy dice of the roll. Uh, we won't miss Bro, dice of the brand. roll. <laughs> you think dice of the roll? You mean roll the dice? Roll of the dice. Roll the dice. <laughs> not dice of the roll. This is why. <laughs> this is roll. why. This is why okay. me being high works because dice of the roll is way better than slow the roll of the dice and. I'm, you know, uh, I'm gonna go with that. You know, I got a Mr. Potato Head on my head. I got Buzz Lightyear on the brain. Um, I'm living my life, man. And you what, got a what, pink like, silky. What percentage of your day do you spend high? <laughs> I feel like as somebody who works from home, and you're you have a stay at home wife. I feel like you probably are are high like thirty percent minimum of your day. He just said fifty. Fifty half oh, the man. day. Half the so day. So basically, half the, that half means the awake time. Half the awake time. I have to be. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So like, so like six hours of your day, you're high. <laughs> That's not enough for me, honestly. Wait, more than I, six. Cause let me think if you're up at, you said you're up at seven 30 and then you go, go to bed at what? Midnight later. I try not to go to like past 12, 12, bro. Like, like I, I would like the, the Friday nights that we have as much as I enjoy them, because we're They're really rough. spicy, uh, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't, 
I don't do well on Saturday morning. Um, well, I appreciate I'm, you guys uh, thugging it out for me. Well, maybe if your company hires me, I got to fill out that application. I am. So here's the thing about my job and what I have to like be present of. Um, and this is what I think, uh, think my last job too. I know I don't give a fuck about this. And I know right. like, and like, as, as like, you know, I'd be talking to y'all while I'm at the job. It's easy. I like, walk around all day. I don't really do much. But, like, yeah. I just, I don't care. And I'm not making enough money to not care. My last job, I was making enough money to not care. This is making slightly less. <laughs> so, I'm just like, all right, let me let me elevate. Let me move forward before they before they realize that I don't give a fuck. Right. It's so annoying, too, because my boss, my direct boss, is the coolest boss I've ever had. Because he doesn't give a shit about what I do. But everyone else is, like, ten times as high, strong as anyone I've ever worked with in his place. But they're like at my okay. level. It's weird. It's very like like people will be screaming at him, and I'm like, bro, they promoted him over you because he doesn't do this shit. Like right. he first, like the first sentence out of his mouth was like, "I don't care if you're on your phone, as long as shit runs." And I'm like, oh, I can do that. And sure yes. enough, I'll be walking around my phone in hand all night, and he does not say shit to me. Why? Because he's got his clipboard. He's got his clipboard, and on his clipboard is his phone Checks. watching football games so, <laughs> the entire night. Like, he doesn't care what I do, but everyone else like freaks out all day, and it's like a really it's it would wouldn't be a stressful work environment if just me and him worked there. But like like I said, everyone's just ten times as stressed out mm. in his stride for him. It's very strange. It's like nine people who work amongst like two shifts, and they're all super stressed and for no reason they all cre- no reason. create the own like and it's crazy too because so there's my direct boss and then there's everyone else above him everyone else above him also doesn't give a fuck in fact they're totally like the, the other day some guy comes up to me he's like are lines four and eight going to be running tonight i was like line eight hasn't ran the entire time i've worked here <laughs> he's like well, i'm like why don't you know that and he's like oh like, it just wasn't a in my thing oh thanks man so i'm like so he was my boss's <laughs> boss and like so like the fact that everyone at my level is freaky stressed out and no one's giving them a reason to be is is so obnoxious i wish i could that stop talking like, shit about coworkers so i can tell them i have a podcast and get some organic right. listeners but it is what it is you might get promoted it sounds like you might yeah. fucking get promoted <laughs> i say stick around i say stick around all of a sudden you see yourself as the vp of something well, also, I don't know what I'm doing. My boss, like, that, he, he, I think that's what it is, too. He, like, he is the machinist. Like, he can just do everything with his hands. He can do everything faster than everyone can do it. He knows everything. He doesn't panic at all when something's, something's down. But, like, everyone else will, like, tinker with shit all day and know half of what he does. And they're supposed to know more because some of them have been there longer than him. And he's like, mm. he's like, I know what I know and I don't, I don't, but I don't. And then that's it. Right. Also, what the fuck my groceries, bitch? Like, (laughs) that was seven o'clock. I called you, and your grocery store is fifteen minutes away. She's eating your grapes right now. That's what Mm, mm, I'm trying to get. I I forgot what I ordered, but it was like mostly raw meat. So I hope she's not eating it. Can we get a wet and snappy? Uh. (laughs) I'm gonna do if this is possible. I'm gonna take a picture of my tattoo, and maybe we can screen share it. Oh, I can't take a fucking picture. I'm using my phone as a webcam. <laughs> Damn, nigga. I just you 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 really want to show off your no blanket tattoo. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm it's calling. Okay. It. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm man. glad. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy we're here. That we're gonna watch your cold world. Does it say cold or cold yeah? No, world? it says cold. I did not make it say cold because that's oh okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, that's that's too much. I will never get any more words tattooed on me. Um, I I think that was probably like one of I have a lot of bad tattoos. One but of your like, biggest mistakes. One of the biggest mistakes <laughs> is words, especially like a bunch of my script is like bunched up. You can't even tell what it is anymore. I cannot wait yeah. to have tattoo removal money. That's when I've really made it as an adult. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the natural tattoo, progression. My first tattoo looks bad. It's on my feet, and it says um, on one foot. It says um. It's the Sam Cook quote. It's been too hard living, but the other one and the other one's like, I'm, but I'm afraid to die. And but like, you know what's really funny? It was my first, it was my first tattoo, and it's like bunched up script. So you look at it now, and like you can't even read this shit. Like it's really funny because uh, I know you mentioned you didn't like the band Cold World, but that quote is how one of their albums starts. <gasps> they sample that. It's been too mm-hmm. oh, shit. That's funny. Living, but I'm afraid oh. <laughs> when I was far. Yeah. I mean, not saying the song, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> listen to Cold World in that is years. my shit. Oh man, that song makes me cry. But uh, yeah, so where? Wow, I'm I'm having like a real age crisis recently. I know this is like 
not news to the pod. I mean, I'm sure you've all heard this, but like every, I, especially watching Sopranos because I feel like I don't watch a lot of shit that's not comedy. So now that I'm watching right. something serious and something that's about death and like somebody gets murdered every fucking episode, I'm just like, yes, Ooh, I'm, I'm going to die soon. <laughs> Someday. Aww. I'm just like freaking out about Damn, it, bro. Stop watching that shit, bro. I mean, I have to keep up with culture, you know, and plus it's not a bad show. I, I will crazy. say this about Sopranos. I'm super not interested in any of the mob aspects of the show. Like the mob politics, I don't care at all. But like the what? like the Tony because and his it's wife. It's not really a mob show. It's right, not it's, a mob show. It's it's like it, I would say 40 to 30%, 30 to 40% mob politics, but the rest is like human interpersonal relationships. Drama. Yeah. Right. Yes. It's about it, it's in the drama <laughs> of Italian Americans. And, and and a man's like, you know, He's diving into self-care, like actual self-care and, and, and repairing some of those things. Like he's addressing his, his generational trauma like that. And and so that's what I see the Sopranos is as more of like a case study on a trauma victim, like a person who experiences it multiple times to the point where they get desensitized. So what does that person's therapy session look like? And that's how right. I see the Sopranos where it, like, I love the, I love the, I, I like mob movies that I, in my opinion, they're kind of like a great form of American cinema. Um, mm-hmm. Now I, I'll get the critique, but my, that's my favorite. So I do, but it, it really is just a case study on human interpersonal reactions. Like you said, Justin, like it's just, it's about like, how these people interact with each other, how they work out these issues, what's normal in their in their in their world, and what's not normal in everyone else's. Like you, you kind of have this certain escapism every time you get into the episode because they'll kind of for they'll do a fourth wall break almost when they look at more normal at more normal people and be like, oh yeah, you you don't just murder someone like <laughs> when you have a problem with them, yes. right? They were right before you, you you go eat like Sunday dinner. You don't. That's not something you do. But for for their world, it is, and <clears throat> it's a it's a it's a. I don't know. I love it. I love his I his interaction this, with Dr. Melfi. Uh, I, one thing I noticed about the show, and I feel like it's kind of crazy because like the show was twenty years old, and it shouldn't make me mm-hmm. think this. But the whole show was about toxic masculinity, and I know that was like before oh, people were talking right. about it. And it's so funny because he calls himself toxic in the show, and I was like, wait a second, nobody was saying that in the nineties. There had to be like a psychologist no. like on deck writing the show because like the way it's like like you hear this like you have this guy who was like the epitome of tough alpha male. Yeah, the uh, provider for his family, and he's just miserable the whole time. And the for those who haven't watched, the first episode basically starts off with he uh, his family of ducks has decided to uh, live in his pool, and he's like feeding the ducks, and then you know this, that, and the third, and then uh, something happens where like the ducks, I guess, like kind of fly away, kind of just decide to leave the pool, and he has like a panic yeah. attack about it and passes out, and that's why he's a. Uh, in therapy for the rest of the series but um it's so funny like he interacts with animals and like you can tell like if he was born 30 years later like in the now he'd be like a softer gentler guy fucking probably bisexual with an only fans or something weird <laughs> <laughs> listen I- i'll say tony soprano is like the ultimate sad lonely mobster like and it's like it's such a good visual especially when he gets to that like kind of like the season you're in and on uh, like it, it, it's like this vision of him eating like his pasta with his gold fork and his gold jewelry and just like, like fucking sad the entire time. He's miserable. Like, and I, I, I love how miserable he is. Uh, it, it's so, <laughs> it's so funny. Damn. It's so funny. I, it, it's, it's just a good, like, like he is kind of ahead of the curve and like what, I love about the Sopranos even further is when he realizes that his father had um, uh, panic attacks and pe- would pass out like that too. And like, just kind of like the proof that he, as much as like, you know, some of us will feel that it's only happening to us. Like if you just like, look Around. like maybe look at like, look for it. You'll find like, Oh yeah. My dad, my mother, my grandmother, my great grandfather, like they've all had the same kind of issues. And they just didn't. They either didn't have the words or couldn't address it. 
Um, because yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I've seen a lot of, uh, like even, um, character breakdowns for Sopranos and there's this guy, uh, Michael Frenzesi. Uh, do you guys know about that dude? He's like some, uh, yes, he, he was, was an actual of, mob guy, right? Yeah. He was an underboss for, uh, uh, the, the Gambino family, uh, specifically John Gotti during the John Gotti yeah. years. And, uh, he, he turned on, I think, uh, quite a bit. And then, um, disappeared for a while and now he's kind of come back and he's like you know accepting christ into his life um whatever everyone's got their path to redemption but um but it, it is funny to see him kind of break that down he he talks about it right right away and he just says like there would never be an instance where a made guy could talk to uh, a psychiatrist and i just felt bad for five seconds but then i remembered I'm like nah i don't feel bad like you guys that's your life. You live that. You live your fucking bullshit. Well, you know what? This uh, kind of, <clears throat> speaking of Sopranos, this kind of opens mm. up a bigger conversation that I wanted to have that maybe none of us are uh, intellectual enough or experienced enough uh, in this particular field to have. But I was mm-hmm. kind of having a thought, having dated someone who like moved back to their you know home world. Um, I feel like coming to America as an immigrant is like, Kind of being like a race trader, if I could say that. I don't know. It just feels like because here's the thing, and this is why this came from the Sopranos, right? You have I would when you were talking about the Gotti family, the first thing that comes to mind for me is that reality show growing up Gotti. Now mm-hmm. you've basically got four generations ago, some Italian came to this country, and then now that's what their family knows about this country. Like the you know what I mean? Like they don't have like Italian practices over there. They're just like and then, and to the point where, like, now every other Italian in this country thinks they're a fucking mobster. Meanwhile, they know nothing about Italian history. They know nothing about the Now, again, I'm not educated. I don't know why people from other countries really come here, like, knowing. I know. I mean, I money, know. but, like, money and, like, yeah. safety. <laughs> Nigga, niggas money and safety. Broke, bro. Money and safety, but, like, safety. somebody, like, money and, I mean, some people, I mean, I'm saying, like, you know, different people come here for different reasons. Like, in Mexico, obviously, yes. you, you, you know. Yes. Mexico Safety. is run by uh, gangs, so obviously you would come to America, or at Hotels, least that's what I've been yeah. told about Mexico. Um, yes, but um, I just feel job like opportunities. Yeah, it, so, but like, bro, but the thing is, like, I know people who come here and get shit jobs anyway. <laughs> so the difference is is that they don't have to worry about their child like getting blown up or accosted or like. Any like insecurities that exp- like people experience, like at least like for my parents, right? So they left. My mom left in the late sixties, so there really wasn't like you know much like at the time. There was problems, but when my when my father left, like that was during uh, the height of of quite a bit of the violencia. Yeah, so like you had FARC and you had uh, you had cartels, and then you had the the military and cops all kind of having uh, different degrees of uh, of corruption and like there's definitely like you you have to go like I, I mean as a parent or as anybody you go like man is it kind of worth it for me to stay here and possibly like my kids like get murdered because they were yeah. across the street from the department of justice because that's what right. happened they blew up a, the, like a ministry building like it, it and like that wasn't the last thing they did like people were getting sprayed and like people were getting like robbed or or there was protection deals and all that kind of bullshit yeah. people coming into like you know string up your yeah. business and that's just one country not yep. and um now if people knew like exactly why that probably happened they probably wouldn't have run to america but yeah right. uh, most of, well that's uh, the thing too like most of and this isn't like public knowledge, but like most of the problems in other countries happen because of America through mm-hmm. some happenstance. <laughs> you throwing the hands up. <laughs> it, you know, you know what? You said it's not public knowledge. No, this shit is mad, no, public. mad public. It's mad public. Mad I mean, that depends right on which country you're talking about. But like, and yes. the thing is, too, like right. the way somebody right. described America the other day was crazy to me. The way they talked about it, they were like, America is the only place where you can go to a mall in New Jersey and then drive couldn't five days straight for can to, to nonstop be a whole different person, have a whole new view on life, see different kinds of weather and landscapes and mountains, and then go to yeah. the same mall on the other side of California. Cause like this is empire. Wow. Empires are not supposed to be this big. Uh, not at all. Um, wow. 
No. So um, this country will collapse too. And like, again, I feel like, and like, I can't speak on like, you know, obviously every country and everything and every time period in which somebody's grandparents moved here. Nobody out there get offended. Please don't cancel me. Right. But um, nah, if you get offended, fuck you. No, in fact, if you don't, clearly, no, if you get offended, you don't have nuance and shit. If you get offended, like, Come tell, on the tell, pod tell me talk things. about it. Tell me things. I only yeah. say this because, like I said, I, I'm sure everyone in the universe is sick of hearing about my ex. Right. But like I said, she was living in California, didn't really feel herself her entire life, moved to her home, her quote unquote home country. That's where her father's from. Mm-hmm. And she never knew it. And then she, uh, you know, very much found herself there and then still was like, all right, well, it's still a second world country. It's not the greatest. It's not it's not LGBTQ friendly. It's not this that, the third. And then when they got into war, she stayed. She was like, that was why we broke up. She made the decision, I can't leave this country because, like, I would be fleeing the place that gave me who I am. And not only her, but, like, all of her... Like, fuck that. All of her friends are still there. They started a non-governmental... And the thing is, her parents are in California. Her parents are not coming back. She's like, all her friends are staying. (laughs) All her friends are staying in Armenia. All her friends... Because, you know, there's a program to, like, bring people back or... What's the the word called? Um, where you, where a country is like, oh, hey, you're from here. We get, we're gonna set birth, you up. right. There we go. It's yeah, like something like that. Yeah. So like, yeah, she, all her friends that like came because of that reason are now staying in Armenia forever. Uh, and like I said, they all were all planning to leave at some point or another. But I don't know. I just feel like, and let's be honest. Like, when do you think the Netflix documentary is gonna come out? Like, so we can enjoy this. Uh, this. I probably would. I thought about it actually. Just like writing a movie about this this love affair that I probably made up in my head at this point because I haven't even spoken to her in a year. But um, yeah. So uh, she um, yeah, she decided to stay. And where was I going with this? Oh yeah, and like she was telling me about like brutal shit she was seeing because of the war. Like Same. people telling yeah. about because over there, you know, going to the military is not a choice for men. You just have to serve two years regardless. You have to serve because right. they're surrounded by like enemies on like all sides and. Uh, yeah, it was like you know, a lot of poets and artists and little 18-year-old kids who were in the military just because or, you know, did the military and it was awful and, like, they're glad to be out. They're dead now. They're dead. They yeah. were sent to the front lines. Our stories of people getting blown up. I saw all the all the news about it when I was very plugged into Armenia. But uh, I don't know. Ever since uh, she wrote this, like, big thing on Instagram about it one time and about, like, the feelings she got and the, the ancestors in, her, in the soil for the first time she like touched her foot on like Armenian lands, whatever. And I just, uh, I think about that a lot. Cause I, you know, I don't typically feel super at home in America. I don't even know where the fuck yeah. I'm from. Cause ancestors.com right. keeps fucking slacking on me, but, um, still haven't gotten that back. I don't know. I just always, no, I haven't even sent it out again. Cause they, I, three times they were like, Oh, we just, we just didn't, uh, we couldn't figure out your results. And I'm like, bro, yeah, like how many times? And then, like I said, these things take like eight weeks to come back to begin with. So like literally the yeah. test is like sitting on my table, but I'm like, when was the last time I go eight hours without eating? <laughs> like almost never. I, right. When I wake up and even then barely. Like tonight I'll get to bed at like three and I wake up at 730 to go to the gym. So four hours. Right. Anyways. Um, yeah. So as somebody who like I'm constantly moving around this country trying to figure out where I belong. I always think about that like excerpt she wrote and like mm-hmm. and, and then even then and like even it's, that's been that uh, feeling's been compounded on top of by TikToks of being of people being like, hey, I came back to Africa and honestly, America is trash. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, like America, like, yeah, sure, America has like Target, but like, um, I don't know, like, these are my people. This is where I feel like I belong. And I've just never had a feeling of, and even like, you know, I'm not, I didn't even like grow up around like cult. It's weird. I don't know. Anyways, I don't, I don't want to go for tangent, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, like I said, I'm not educated on the ways of of why ones would leave their country. Mm-hmm. I don't know most mm-hmm. things in the world that, are, that there are to know, but I just feel like also America is going to be a crumbling empire. Maybe it was sold to your grandparents, great grandparents. It was going to be this great place. And it probably was at some point. I mean, we are living in late stage capitalism, but like, yeah. I don't know, man, it's uh starting to not look so hot here and we all know uh kyle rittenhouse is getting off so that's gonna be another fucking riot riot winter look, man look man this is gonna be like dumb of me but like if i'm gonna just say this if there if there's a protest like here in new york if he gets off and there's a protest here in new york for some reason because you know i mean 
niggas protest everywhere. I'm going. I have to be there, bro. Because that nigga needs to die in jail. But, um, and uh, back to what you were saying, you know, absolutely. Like, you know, we learned during like the industrial revolution and shit. Like, there were the rumor, you know, the, the saying and the thought was that America had streets paved with gold. The streets were paved with gold and shit like that. And I guess really what was going on is there was a lot of industrialization and we were just taking, you know, America is just, you know, there were no labor laws. So it was just like, we got jobs here. Mind you, your kids are going to be working here <laughs> and they're going to work for no pay. You're nine year old. No days off. And um, and they're probably going to get lose a couple fingers in these machines. And if they don't work, your whole family will starve because you will also have to work. Um, but we have opportunities here. It's, we live in a dirty place, you know? Like, America's a, a fucking dirty place. Niggas I mean... Do, but it's kind of crazy when you think about, like, a lot of that shit that fucked up shit America does around the world is probably... Maybe maybe you can make the case that it's part of the reason why in America we all don't have to serve two years, you know? But I don't know. Like, just like you, I don't know about most things in the world, so... I mean, I can tell you, like... <laughs> Literally, what I would hear as a kid is like the stories that like my my dad or my mom's generation would hear, even before them, that they the streets were literally paved with gold. Yeah. So and they are not. They're not. <laughs> they they're are. Not. Um, and, and hot holes. But it, it again, it's it's about like where you, where you're gonna be. Like, yeah, some countries you could probably go back to and be like, man, this is where I need to be. And then in some countries where there's like like straight up just food insecurity, like there's like not enough. Yeah. Like that's it's hell. It's just it's it's a hellish mm-hmm. like fucking landscape. So I don't know, man. It's a uh, it d- definitely depends on on. Uh, I think George Carlin had like a a thing about it, and he said how much he hated nationalism because it was just kind of this, like you're just kind of banking on the uh the fact that hopefully. Wherever where you landed, um, like where you where you were born is just a roll of the dice. Like it's just a yes, it, it's just a lottery, and you have no like choice in it. No choice. There's no there's no option. There's no and, and it's it, so like it's ridiculous to have nationalism as yeah. as as something. Uh, you know what? I, I really like hearing trap talk. Right. What what did right, you? He sounds like like stern, like he sounds so. <laughs> but but like, he's like, yes, hello, yes, he <laughs> he's back. But I um, I, I share I share that same sentiment. There was a a point. I don't know. I feel like it was just seeing. You know, I mean, growing up, you see it. Like I'm Puerto Rican and Colombian. My dad is like. He's always pointing out, oh, you know, this person who's the best in the world with this thing, he's a Colombian. And this guy, he's a Colombian. And then, you know, I'm also Puerto Rican. So it's just all Puerto Rican. I'm in New York. There's all Puerto Rican oh, flags everywhere. Anthony. And I'm like, what, is, what are these niggas proud of? Like, you didn't even choose that. You ain't work for it. Yeah. No, Before yeah, I right. run downstairs yeah. to get these groceries, I got to let off an Andrew Schultz joke. And I know it's a joke by a white man. But uh, he said, man, immigrants really love their country until it's time to live there. <laughs> wow which is true because he was like because you, you know how if if you're familiar with andrew schultz comedy he does a lot of like um like a lot of jokes with the audience like a lot of like uh crowd work so this he was like you know some guy like was like mexican talking about how great mexico is and he's like i oh, really want to go back <laughs> and the guy was like fuck no he's like nah but, uh, let me go grab these groceries real fast brb yeah 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 <laughs> Finally, my we dad, got this asshole out of here. Country. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> my dad, my dad came over here on a boat. Mm-hmm. Like he he snuck into a, like he snuck into a boat. Him and his friend, um, you know, and and made it over here. But it wasn't his first time trying. My dad told me stories of times where he got caught on like I think it was a, a Chinese boat. Yeah. You know, because he's from Buenaventura yeah. in Colombia, so it's a big port yeah. city. And he got they got caught on the boat, and they like tied their hands up and threw them in the water. It's wild, right? And the niggas, like the niggas, sw- like they, they, he was like, I swam with no, my hands behind. It's so hard like, back. I was supposed I don't to get die, it, bro. But- I don't get, I don't get how hard they are. Like my dad said some, some shit like, well, my dad had uh, a different experience, but um, 
dangerous nonetheless. Uh, he yeah. uh, went over the border with a coyote, uh, with, with a coyote, a coyote. Uh, and he, um, yeah, straight up spent, you know, gave him a shit ton of money. Uh, they bagged him up, literally just like covered his, covered his whole head and had him tied, tied up. They finally got to some point in Mexico. They threw him out. They told him you're here. And he was still behind the border. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and with like no supplies, no nothing, like just had to like, he was, he, he snuck through the border. He finally found like, you know, like a, like a group of people that were doing it. And he was able to get in and, you know, came up from, uh, he was in Texas. So, uh, went up to Florida and then eventually made it to New York. But like, bro, that's hard. Like I, I, I groan at like having a like leaf blow on the weekend. Like, yeah, that's just yeah. wild. Same. That's just, wild. I don't want to do yo. Insane. Like, I don't know, man. Like, listen, I, I, I'm the, I'm of the thought, like, if you're really going to go through that much, like, want to be here like why not give that person the opportunity to come like be able to do it you know so like i don't know man i've i've always had a problem with that maybe it's because like it's close to the heart for me but it's uh, a it's one of those things like i I don't understand it and it's like you you gotta be able to to give these people like an opportunity and you know it's one thing to say like you know you would want undocumented people to be able to go through a path but right now there is no path you either do it something like There's that no something like that you do it through some other means that maybe another person's not going to agree with or some bullshit it's a lot of fucking hoops right. you got to go through yeah. a lot of hoops yeah. and it's not free no, not you know and people are poor yep. like it's crazy because people are like you know you shouldn't come here you should do it the right way think about the kind of desperation a person needs to be to say I'm going to take my wife and my young children mm-hmm. and we're going to try to walk across a desert to get to another yeah. country. We're going to we're going to walk, walk to another country because it's better to die in a desert of starvation and dehydration than it is to be where we are. Yeah. Like people think it's like like what do you think they're just like, "Yo, fuck this, bro." Let's just go to America real quick. It's better there. We'll get welfare and we're going to hop in the car, drive 20 minutes. Bro, to, awesome. to try to... It's crazy. I remember hearing like a story. This was like uh, a few years ago. There was like a whole family that drowned mm. trying to like cross a river to get to America, yeah. bro. Like, you drowned, drowned, man. Like Human beings, bro. Like human beings. That, that, shit, that, that shit really like... It's heart... It's like if people saw fucking dogs crossing a river and they were drowning... Try, trying to get they would be like oh we need to build a bridge like immediately like, yes. there'd be hundreds of thousands of dollars raised in some hundreds of telethons yeah. but because it's yeah. it's it's a, poor a brown people, baby fuck that poor black and brown people haitians being whipped at the border on horseback bro that's why that's why black and brown people have such a hard time trusting any kind of like administration, any, any, any kind of authority, yeah. like authority that would come in because it's more, sometimes it feels like it's just more the same. And what, what, what are yes. you, what are you doing for these people? What it, and the only things like, Oh, we're going to stop doing that. It shouldn't have been a nip, an option. <laughs> like, you know, right. to, to right. like, it, that shouldn't have been a thing. Like for, for you to be able to do that to another human being, there has to be some kind of civility. We, you know, this country as as a whole, we feel like we're we're very advanced or we're progressive or we're, we're getting to certain points. But the, like if we allow even that to happen, we're not anything we're saying. Right. It's yeah, you're totally right. People be like, it's really crazy thinking about it. People are like America's the best place ever. We're the strongest, best country. Don't fucking come here if you're from somewhere yeah. else before. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and it's from and it's wild. and it's in every corner. Like it's in it's in Latinos, it's in black folk, it is in white folk. It like people hold these kind of very me versus them kind of thing, and 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 it's it, it it's it's astounding because like it it you know again maybe this is like how I grew up like like I think you know we we especially being like from New York city, you know, and being in the fiber you hear like America's a melting pot. 
America is a place where uh, immigrants can come and make a living for themselves. But again, then when you finally realize that it depended on like how, you know, where you sat on the brown paper test, like, you know, kind of thing, like, Mm -hmm. and, you know, where certain people could, you know, make it by and, you know, because maybe they had a funny accent they can make a living for themselves or something like that. Or, you know, somebody who wasn't on that spectrum and getting fucking, you know, penalized or hurt or, you know, assaulted because of it. I don't know how we got here, but we're here. Um, Yeah, man. uh, But, you know, it's a, it's, it's disappointing to hear, hear those kind of takes. And I mean, I get what Justin's saying, because you hear a lot of people and like, you know, I think we talked about this, like, you know, I think I would, like probably go to Columbia because it feels like a place that I could definitely like get down with, you know, like, yeah. Um, but I'm also like freaked out by bag milk. So here I am. You, right. <laughs> um, you've, have you ever been to Columbia? No, dead ass bro. Yes. One time okay. when I was 13 and it was, it was beautiful. beautiful. And the girls out there were crazy, crazy bro. If I could go back in time. Crazy. And I'm going to leave it at that. Crazy. I could go back in time. It is, it is wild. I mean, you literally, uh, at least even when I was when I was going there up to like about 16, like you could literally leave with a whole wife. Uh, I will say that. Yep. Like like a whole wife. <laughs> this is what I come back to? As, as a matter of fact, it would be hard to leave without, without like, be the, begging mm-hmm, you, please, please. Do this. Please. And like, for what? Why you want to come back to my one bedroom apartment in in Queens? Like you're not gonna like that. Right, you know, you're not you, you gonna me? like it. It's you're not gonna like it. It's not what why? Because you you're gonna is, go to Ma? trade fair. Oh, you do. You're gonna you can do your fucking you know, seven hundred dollar shop on like with us like claiming that we separated six months ago. It, yeah. it's <laughs> not. It's gonna be miserable. But you know what? Maybe maybe it's worth it to have running plumbing and walls that connect to the ceiling. Uh, you know what? Because I went to. I went to my father's home, Fire, right? Like where he grew up, and it no. Oh my open god, air. no! It was terrible. Open bro. air, bro. But let's bro, but open let, air. But listen, bro. we gotta think sky. about it like this, right? That that let no indoor plumbing shit is only bad because you've experienced indoor plumbing. We don't need that shit, bro. Back to the um, you know me. You. Back to primordial, bro. bro. Hold on, bro. yeah, you're gonna bro. go back to you know primordial what it's like with all to those take bacteria a shit? fucking living in hookworms. We did it for millions of years, bro. Yeah, we did it for millions and, and, of years, and it wasn't yeah, and fun. And we had to like cover bro, it they, like with a latrine. You know how? Listen, in my grandmother's house, you know how they showered? They collected rainwater and you just pour it over yourself. This, you know what? You wonder how you flush the toilet mm-hmm. in that same water, the bathroom, right? It's just a big ass garbage can full of water. You take a shit and then you take a bucket and you pour it down the mm-hmm. toilet. That's fu- that's not cool. That's fine, bro. bro. That's fine. No, no, God, no, God, that's no, what God no. put it here for. I, that's why no, God makes nigga, it rain. You fuck speak that. with <laughs> the that, confidence bro. of the white fuck man. That. You see this bookshelf? You speak I with the confidence of a white this man. This is great. You listen, a listen, white man. Con- you speak the 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 colonizer. No, I speak with the confidence the of my ancestors like, who was doing just fine without plumbing water, bro. No, they're not. They're they were dying at alarming rates from the there. Oh, <laughs> they were dying from Amistad, but before Amistad, they were vibing. All right, that's that's <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> that's what I'm painting up here. The Native Americans. Remember the Native Americans were like, motherfucker. Yeah, of course you could have New York. I guess you can't buy land. That's the that's the life I'm trying to live. Where niggas think they can't buy shit. Where niggas is like the, the earth is for everybody. Wasn't it twenty three bucks for, for, they bought Manhattan for? Like. Like it was like a nickel or something. Yeah. No, no, it was twenty three. Yeah. Louis, Louis, the Louisiana purchase was something like super cheap too. Like six hundred. So bucks. listen, I'm trying, trying to buy get, an acre. Listen, all of this. This is what the Corona taught me. All of this we live in. It's all garbage. Cars and buses and buildings and concrete. It's all shit. All right, my we nigga. Should all be living off the tomorrow. land. Work, walk to work tomorrow, my nigga. Yeah. I shouldn't have work oh. because I, you know what I do for work? I, I make plastic. Like <laughs> every job I've ever had Damn, is waste. Damn, you need to quit, bro. You are destroying our planet. I am. Oh my God. But, uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold I, on. I, this is a weird fucking take. What if Captain Planet comes down and in like superhero fashion, like punches your motherfucking lights out just because you're working <laughs> at a plastics <laughs> factory and like, 
you know, I wouldn't. Before this, <laughs> wouldn't it was be bottled bad. water. Before <laughs> this, it was bottled water. I was literally watching tons of plastic get thrown out every yeah. day. So you uh, would be. We are destro- like would- I said, we are the disease destroying the planet. We are not working with yes. it. You're the so, disease. Yeah, I'm, I'm. We are. We could. I, we could I be dying into the soil, being back to the earth. And no, we have. We we monetize death. But this is a. This has been another episode of me ranting about capitalism and how I wish it all this would burn. And <laughs> I want it to burn too, but like I really enjoy making music. Like, and I nigga, listen. I don't know. If music has always existed. Listen, you'd be banging some some giraffe's bones off a tree. That's making music, baby. All right, just because it's no, not. No, 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 bro, bro, <laughs> bro, bro, and bro. fucking fruity loops. Now you'd be making music with the trees and the <laughs> the rocks and the acorns. <laughs> and can, can you pay with all the brothers of the blue corn moon? <laughs> do you know what I do with these sounds, my nigga? I'm gonna die without Looperman.com, bro. Crazy without Omnisphere and Ableton. Listen, push? there's the your nah, spirit. Bro, I don't want to be on that. Your spirit earth. was in this earth at one point or another. Man, now it's returned. My spirit and it's returned. That nigga never got no pussy. My spirit <laughs> never got no pussy. God. Well, on that note, that's a great soundbite right there to end on. Fuck my spirit. He never got no pussy. All right. <laughs> Fuck my uh, spirit. Uh, <laughs> I'll send that to you. Christian. I, I, I love it. <laughs> I'll bounce I, that part out. I I'll want send that. It to you. Because, and I want that to be played when you're but when your casket gets lowered um yes uh, i hope it happens but this has been the national meat treasure it has been a pleasure speaking with you gentlemen uh follow us on uh watch us on youtube listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts spotify apple stitcher and more and more and more and more uh, we have uh, uh, we have now launched a national meat treasure store for merchandise like cups, mugs. You like mugs? Yeah. You like hoodies? T-shirts? Like t-shirts? They're there for you. You can have a fun time and look like one of us too. There'll be new designs coming in soon. <laughs> uh, and uh, Justin, I think uh, you can t- you can you can put it take us out. I don't know. Play us out. Yeah, uh, follow me at thin.cruel.lips on Instagram and TikTok. Follow our, even if you listen just, even if you will never listen to us on YouTube, follow, subscribe, thumbs up every post. I'll try to pay one of your bills yeah. one day. And, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, Joey. Throw it on in the background and and, and mute it. You know, just <laughs> let, let that shit play. Like, so, you know, subscribe to our playlist on Apple Music and Spotify where you can uh, throw some Tyga on. <laughs> in your home studio and then take five dollars and make it rain um, <laughs> on yourself and get a roll of quarters and just just have fun <laughs> all right this has been a, uh this has been great i love you guys bye bye